When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with High Speed Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the new High Speed Stuff blog now on the HowStuffWorks homepage. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ben here with our auto editor, Scott. Scott, say hello to everybody. Hello. Oh, man, I love that voice. It's a voice made for radio and (laughs) auto expertise. I got an easy one for you today. Okay. All right. We we were talking a little bit uh, previously about concept cars, the future of automotives, Mm -hmm. will we have flying cars, Mm -hmm. a lot of exciting topics. Awesome stuff, yeah. Yeah, and uh, one thing that got me thinking about concept cars, man, was uh, I, I was looking around at one of my friend's cars, and she's got one of these uh, one of these plugins for her iPod. Okay. So you know, I, I see that as an evolution of radio and cars um, mm, sure. that she can just plug in an MP3 player, take it wherever. Mm-hmm. And I started wondering, uh, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, auto trends because there there are a lot of things automakers try mm-hmm. and even make it to mass production. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah, do you do you have any that just pop out in your oh, mind? Oh yeah, there's a ton of these. I mean, if you I mean it's easy to spot them really. I mean, mm-hmm. it's things that actually it's easier to think about what you have seen in the past and then what you don't see now. Um, so it's it's you know these trends that are have come and go because trends don't last really that long. I mean, they're design elements or if they're okay, they're yeah. functional in some way. Um, you know, it, there's all different varieties of these. Some are technical uh, technological advancements that mm-hmm. that cause certain trends to go away. And I don't even know if you can call those trends or not. Maybe you can. Um, I don't know. I kind of yeah, fought with a, that I, that th- thought for a while. Okay. Okay. But, um, because you know. It, to be fair, you know, if you if you have the the latest audio system in your car, um, you know, as soon as that advances, you're going to probably upgrade to the next thing. Was the 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 previous audio system really a trend? I don't I don't know. I'm not sure. That makes sense because we're talking about early adopters at that point. Yeah, that's right. That's that's early adoption of of technology. The that's same it. guy who got the eight track, got the cassette player. Got the CD player. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And of course, vehicles advance with that. You know, they become standard equipment, and mm, you know. Mm-hmm. But but you know, if you're if you're actually physically changing hardware within your vehicle, mm-hmm. then you know, 
then you're just advancing with the time. You're, you're like I said earlier, or you said early adopting uh, that technology. Well, I've I've got one. Okay, great. I've, I've got one that I feel uh, I should get out of the way because we're talking about radios. Sure. Record players in automobiles. Oh yeah. Had no idea. <laughs> yeah, the, you you must be talking. There was a Chrysler, I believe, that had that, right? Yes. There's, okay. There's, I'm unfamiliar with what year that was, but what do you think of it? What do you think? It was a good um, idea or a bad idea? I thought it was. I thought it was pretty cool because it's a it's a selling point, you yeah. know. So that's that's the main thing. It's a selling point. Yeah, sure. Practical? I don't know. I didn't. I have never seen one in real life. Yeah. You know, I was I was very surprised, but uh, it seems to me like the natural evolution we were talking about before. But I would argue it's a it's a trend because it was kind of a game changer when it came in, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, it gave people more of a reason to be in their car. Sure, it's an option uh, above and beyond AM radio right. at the time, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. Because uh, it was, I mean, I'm not familiar exactly with what year it was, but I would guess, was this mm-hmm. the 50s? Yes. Okay, all right. Chrysler from sometime in the 50s had this uh, record player that pulled out from the middle of the passenger side dash, mm-hmm. I think it was. Yep, yep. Terribly impractical idea, but, um, you know, I mean, you can imagine, it's hard enough to get a record to play straight you know when it's sitting on a desktop sure um imagine traveling down the road hitting bumps yeah that's, that's right yeah. that's what i was thinking yeah yeah it was and more like an automatic record scratching device yeah <laughs> yeah that's probably it i'm sure that there was something built into it that made it a little more practical you know that made it a little more shock resistant i would hope you know what but, man uh, we should check with the uh guys on the b-side podcast oh and yeah. see how turntables started they probably would have some information about this there yeah, might be something on there. very good idea yeah. um but if you want to take that a little further that you know there there was of course there was am fm radio then there was you know this record player that you're talking about yeah. which saw it's you know very little production yeah, yeah. um th- then there was eight track players and cassette players mm-hmm. cd players and well, what's next i mean you know there's dvd players in cars now of course yeah. uh movies satellite radio audio deep i think audio dvd even yeah. um yeah so i mean you know it's just kind of this advancement of technology that drives something like that but um, a lot of what we're going to talk about today are, are um, more cosmetic. Cosmetic know? ones? Yeah, kind of the fun stuff, you know, like just yeah. the stuff that people try out and, you know, maybe it lasts for a while. Um, some of it's functional, but um, for the most part, mostly just, uh, you know, decoration. Bring on the fun. Man. All right, Let's sure. Let's, uh, um, again, mostly design, but um, looking back in the 50s, mm-hmm. tail fins. You don't see tail fins anymore. Ah, uh, you don't, you know. That's a, that's a big one. Oh, and, a uh, you know, if you want to see a car that has almost, well, we've used this before, but cartoonishly large you know, tail fins, mm-hmm. look at the 59 Cadillac. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, they're huge fins. I mean, put your eye out fins. You yeah. Know, if, you, if you, to fall on them, you would kill yourself. That's, uh, that, they're terribly sharp and enormous. They just, they're awesome looking, though. They're really cool. Yeah. I, I mean, cars of that era are really design heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, 57 Chevy, uh, the Cadillacs that we mentioned. There's there's just a ton of examples of cars with, with tail fins. Very like, stylish. And you don't yeah. see them anymore. You don't see tail fins on any cars anymore. Except in Cuba. In Cuba. Well, yeah. Really? Oh, of course. Cars. All the, uh, all the <laughs> yeah. classics. Yeah, I wasn't thinking. Yeah, good, good, good catch. Um, another thing that we uh, we don't see much anymore, fender skirts. Even know what fender skirts are? I have no idea what a fender uh, skirt is. You kind of looked at me like you didn't know what they were. They're fender skirts, and you actually... We'll talk about this a little later, but okay. they may be coming back in a in a modified way. Fender skirts are they they cover the rear wheels 
Um, you've probably, I mean, now oh. that I say what they are, you probably yeah. know. Yeah. You you really can't see about three quarters of the wheel. Mm-hmm. You only see the bottom twenty five percent of the wheel. They or, go or down less. to the to the very bottom of the yeah. car body. Yeah, right? that's right. Okay. And it, again, pretty impractical. Uh, you know, if yeah. you're going to uh, try to change that tire yeah. or um, you know do any kind of maintenance on that wheel, but they they make the car they have a distinct look and uh they're very streamlined looking they're very actually they're very beautiful i mean they I have see. a nice look you go to a, a concourse show or something like that uh-huh. where you know that era of vehicles the 40s 50s yeah more so in the 40s i would say um it's very popular and uh they don't put them on the front because you know they get the wheels yeah, turning. Turn. you have to turn and it would rub i'm sure that there were some that had covered wheels you know that were in kind of pontoon oh yeah yeah situations <laughs> but um yeah the that's one thing that um, well we'll talk about it later, but I think I think that's one that may be coming back. That might be your pick. Yeah, it may be uh, maybe on its way back in. I'll tell you why later. Um, running boards. We running talked about boards. running boards. Yeah, um, running boards on cars because in trucks you still see them occasionally. Pretty popular for a big truck to have running boards, and that's something that helps you step into the vehicle. Yeah. Um, now in cars it used to be. Uh, functional and decorative. You know, you could stand on these running boards. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen presidential limos with. Uh, the you know, the secret, boards, yeah. secret Service standing on the running mm-hmm. boards. Also, you know, think back to uh, you know some of the old older movies you've seen. You've seen um, photos or or movies of uh, gangsters standing on the running boards. Is you know yeah. they're they're leaving town after the big bank robbery. They're you know shooting it up, hoisting the Tommy gun. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. they're standing on the running boards, and uh, you know those were again very functional, but they also had an appearance aspect to them. You know, they were they made the car have this you know, kind of a long flowing line from the front to the back. I, I think I, I think I see what you're saying. I've got one that might be in that case more more cosmetic. Uh, Scott, whatever happened to Chrome? You know, mm, yeah. I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't around and driving in the 50s. Uh, so unfortunately, I may have missed my heyday, mm-hmm. my Chrome heyday. Yeah, you're right. That's a Chrome was a big one. I hadn't thought of Chrome. Um, that is. Uh, it's still popular among hot rodders. Sure. Um, there, there are certain packages I know that you can get on vehicles that actually are called the chrome package, uh, where maybe the you know the window windows on the the side of the vehicle are outlined, and maybe they have chrome door handles. Okay. Uh, or chrome accents, but yeah, um, yeah, the days of the big chrome grill, and mm-hmm. you know, even I don't know, we're, we're not seeing as many chrome wheels anymore. Even if you kind of watch what's going on, you see a lot of um, you know brushed. Yeah, brushed aluminum or right. brushed metals or even black or dark colors like gray, and the chrome is kind of going away. You're right. Yeah, You're right. Very good. Good catch. Oh, thank you. Um, one other thing I was thinking about, and this kind of goes with our chrome era. You know, the All big right. big caddies and lots of chrome curb feelers. Curb feelers. You, you're looking at me with that look again. Do you know what a curb feeler is? I would love to know. Okay, these <laughs> I almost kind of make fun of these sometimes when All I talk. Right. Curb feelers. They're um, if you look at a giant old Cadillac from let's say the 70s, you, there's a chance you'll find curb feelers on that car and they look like um i guess the best way to describe them be like two whiskers i guess or um metal rods that stick kind of out at an angle from the front bumper like the lower right front bumper or Uh the lower right rear bumper okay and the reason for those is that really all they do they are curb feelers they um they scrape the curb if you get a little too close and that lets you know that you know your your vehicle you're getting close to the curb and you don't want to bump your wheels or your, your rims against the um against the curb and scrape them they're helpful when you're parallel parking yeah you know okay. this okay queen mary size vehicle that you're driving sure and i've even seen smaller vehicles with them just you know somebody wants to be aware of where that right front side of their car is because you know that's the side you can't really see all that well mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. 
So if you're, you know, not quite aware of where that that is or at all times, yeah, they may be helpful. And what they do, they just make a scraping. That's all they do. They they kind of they hang off to the front. They they're a little bit flexible in that uh, they make a scraping sound when they hit the curb, yeah, or whatever they're hitting, yeah. But uh, you know, they can be bent and ripped off. You know, if you hit sure. them too too forcefully. But um, really, extremely low tech. Yeah, and I haven't seen them on cars unless you go to a car show. Sure, you know. pretty good idea though. Kind of is, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I mean, is. I'm just not a. I'll be honest. I'm not a fan of parallel parking. Yeah. I can do it, but I'm not happy. They look when a little funny. They look a little funny when you see them on cars, but sure. um, they're called called curb feelers, uh-huh. and uh, you know, custom custom yeah. cars still use them. Um, interesting. You, you, if you look for them, you'll spot them. I know it's going to be like that. Uh, it's going to be like that. Don't think of pink elephants kind of thing. I'm <laughs> yeah, going to see right. them everywhere. <laughs> that's right. You might. I got one for you. Okay. Steering wheels used to have clocks. What? I don't think I've ever seen a steering wheel. Are you serious? Clock. No, I don't think I have. Where? Right in the center? Honestly, man, yeah. Hmm. Honestly, man, if if you don't know about it, it makes me think that I might have gotten no, it wrong. No, no, no. I, I just never heard of it. Yeah, uh, apparently before digital clocks were really uh, ascending, right, mm-hmm. in the world of car sure. displays, mm-hmm. uh, they would have a you know they would have a non-digital clock that mm-hmm. was more conventionally on the console. Sure. But then a, a stylistic uh, conceit, if you will, would be to put it in the in the center of the steering wheel so that i guess the idea being the customer who buys this car is a guy or girl who's so on the go that mm. they don't have time to look down into the right i see yeah. i see very interesting i didn't know that was uh, i didn't know that was even available well i maybe it's like the record player thing honestly because they're gone no well yeah they're gone i haven't seen one in a long time and uh i would think that airbags have a big uh part in that sure uh, you can't have a clock blowing into your face at you know Mm-mm. 200 miles per hour or whatever they come out at yet so yeah interesting what That's else good one. what else you got um here's one right. this one you yeah of course you're going to remember this one this one kind of went away uh, very recently pop-up headlamps or hidden headlamps oh yeah i thought i always thought those were so cool man they, they're pretty cool they've got they're plagued with problems um, sure, depends on sure. who you talk to, because some will say, "No, these are the most reliable thing I've ever had on my well, car." But they're probably wrong. Some of them, <laughs> some of them are mechanical. Some of them are run with uh, um, vacuum lines. Yeah. Um, so you know, if you get a little pinch in that line or a hole mm-hmm. in that line, they're not going to work. Uh, some are electric. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. all kinds of variation. Early on, now those have been around since the 1930s or the mid 1930s, believe it or not. Really. The first hidden headlamps were um like a hand crank uh you would you'd hand crank the driver would crank the the uh the doors open to reveal the headlamps um you know later they become automatic of course and they they hung on until um now from what i've read this is uh there there may be still an example or or two out there i'm not 100 percent sure but uh i think the 2004 corvette and the lotus elise Mm -hmm. i'm sorry not elise the lotus Esprit. The Lotus Esprit. Yeah, I The Lotus Esprit. I believe those two vehicles were the last two vehicles in 2004 to use pop-up headlamps. Oh, man. And, um, you know, you saw them on quite a few vehicles for a long time. Corvette used them for something like 40-plus years. It's just they're so so cool, man. I think it's – I don't know what it was, but I was always always impressed by those. In college, I had a roommate who had had a vehicle. I can't remember what what it was. All I – Actually, all I remember about it was it was painted this ungodly bruised purple color, <laughs> and it had those headlights. Oh man, that's pretty cool. They, they, those are cool. They they uh, they give the car a sleek appearance when they're hidden. Sure. When they're up, it kind of has I don't know almost a face look because it looks like eyes. It does um, it, it does very much does. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's an interesting one that you know it, it's 
I don't know, just very recently gone away, and uh, I don't know if they're going to come back. They may. R.I.P. Man. They may. I miss those. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's one. Okay. This is this is one here. Now here's one that is coming back. That, that went away for a long time and is coming back. You'd be kind of surprised by this. All right. Plaid car interiors. Plaid. Wait. I, okay. I'm so talking, I'm talking pattern on the seats. Plaid so those interior. are coming back. Yeah, they're coming back. The they're two, not just coming out. No, no, no. They're they're not just coming out. They've uh, they've been around for quite a while. I mean, if you look back at. Um, well, there was a famous race car, a 1955 Mercedes. There's an SLR. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a production race vehicle, or I shouldn't say production, but it's a race vehicle. Mercedes sure. made had a, had plaid interior. Mm-hmm. The trend. I don't know if that was the beginning of the trend or not. Probably not. Um, but that's one. I don't know. Common example that you can you can just easily spot it online. You can quickly search for that and see it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the 1960s, kind of that era, I know I've seen some vehicles parked yeah. in in garages that have these plaid interior. Now they're they're they may be vinyl, okay. um, but some of them are cloth, and uh-huh. usually they're attached, uh, you know, to these big kind of not muscle cars, but cars of that era. You know, that yeah, uh, yeah. 1960s kind of big bench front seats and. Mm-hmm. Um, Plaid interior is kind of a unique thing. It's coming back, and I'll tell you why. Because the 2009 Volkswagen GTI uh-huh. has plaid seats. You Crazy can, well, factory? Not all of them, but you can get a plaid. Okay. You can get a plaid interior. Yeah, factory, factory original. You can get a plaid interior in a 2009 VW GTI. Oh, it's coming back, man. Yeah, it is. It is. And I, you know, at one point I covered car seats in one of the vehicles that I had with plaid material, yeah. and I did a pretty decent job with it. I. I, I you know, if I do say so myself, yeah, pretty good. hot stuff. Yeah, huh? you know, it's different. It looked, it looked pretty cool. It looked, yeah. uh, it looked all right. It was, uh, you know, it was a little low key. It wasn't anything outrageous or anything, but it looked pretty good. I, I got that makes me think of another one. I don't know, I don't know if these ever are out of style because you still see them every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Those, those beaded seat covers. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, talking I do. about? The, the wooden beads. Uh-huh. They look terribly uncomfortable. I don't know, man. Apparently, people who well, sit in them say that they have a good time. So. <laughs> that's very funny. I don't know why it's, that struck me as funny. They have a good time when they sit. You've got, do you have any more blasts from the past? I do have a couple. Yeah, let I, me I'll hear. Just, let's do them fast, and I'll just okay. get through them because we're getting along here. I, in this no, 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 no. Um, here's one. We'll just briefly. T-tops. You don't see T-tops on cars anymore. Yeah, uh, you the don't. The old smoking the bandit cars, you know. Yeah. That was my first car. 1978 Pontiac Trans Am and had T-tops. Oh, man. Just like Smoking the Bandit. It had the big screaming eagle on the hood and everything. It was uh, it was gold. It was the 10th anniversary edition, special gold, all that stuff. It was uh, That was something. your first car? It was, and those T-tops were terrible. At highway speed, they would kind of flap <laughs> like uh, like wings almost. Yeah. And uh, it was... I'm sure you know when they had the proper hardware, they were right. But uh, yeah, the idea behind that was that you know it's, it gives you kind of the feel of a convertible, mm-hmm. but there's the structure that's there and it's safer. Uh, yeah. They didn't have quite the tech. You know, they didn't have the ability to make these uh, um, like posts for the windshield that would hold up under a rollover situation. Yeah. So you know, it was important to keep structure in the cars when you could. I thought and they that's looked the idea. cool. Well, they yeah. did look cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were kind of cool. All right. What's, um, what's next? We mentioned this one briefly when we talked about plaid interiors, but uh, front bench seats in cars. Oh, yeah. And so a lot yeah. of cars had bench seats, and you don't see that anymore. Remember, you you'd have to, in the age of the bucket seat. Yeah, man. you'd have to reach underneath, and you know everybody at the same time would have to lean forward or lean backwards. <laughs> right, right. I don't know if you remember that or not, but yeah, you know, it's kind of yeah. like we're going to move forward, and everybody would get ready and uh, slide forward a couple inches or yeah. whatever. One of my first cars actually was, a, was an older Oldsmobile, yeah. which still had – it still it had kind of a trade off. It had the the convenience bench seat yeah. where the drivers was kind of like a bucket, 
because it was divided with a with a thin line. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But Look everybody else was, was attached. A, it was a full bench seat. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I understand. Okay, and then um, I've got one more thing I got to say before we uh, kind of wrap this up. But Late on. I feel I would feel like we're not talking about auto trends or car trends if we didn't talk about uh, custom vans. Do you know how badly I want a custom van? <laughs> I think maybe I do. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of trends that we've seen come and go that center around vans. Yeah. And you'll know what I'm talking about. And we'll go through these super fast so we're just done with it. But, okay, I promise but, I um, won't interrupt. You gotta, All right. I've heard before you got to respect the van. So here's what, here's what we're going to say. Murals airbrushed on the sides of vans. Oh, okay. Don't see that much anymore, right? Yeah. Shag carpet interiors, mm-hmm. floor, walls, ceiling, everything. Mm-hmm. Shag carpet, yeah. Um, how about this one? Mushroom-shaped windows in vans. Uh, yeah. Don't see those ever anymore. Nope. They're usually like blue or red or something like that made out of plastic. You ever seen this one? Real wooden, like barrel almost, bucket seats in custom vans. I remember seeing that so often. Mm. And... Um, I don't know if it was just a local shop that was doing this or what, but when I was a kid, I remember seeing several vans with actual barrels that were made into seats or converted into van seats. That's pretty cool. Strange. And then, of course, chain steering wheels. Oh, the chain steering Yeah, the chain steering, steering Chrome, Chrome again, but yeah. chain steering wheels. Um, I don't know. I just thought those were some interesting ones. Yeah, man. Oh, I can't believe you hit that nerve with me, man. I uh, <laughs> You really want a van. van. Yeah. Oh, for years. Yeah? For years. Yeah. Before I could drive. Yeah. I don't know if it was it was Scooby Doo or oh, the Mystery Machine. Yeah, or if yeah. it was the A Team. Yeah, yeah, the A Team. <laughs> various ne'er do well members of my extended family, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought they were awesome. I've got one for you that I think is a. This is my prediction. Oh, prediction. Okay. Yeah, I know. Usually predictions are more your, your oh, strong got, suit. I've got a couple of you got gen- some predictions. General predictions, but go okay. ahead. I got I got one for you. Mm-hmm. I believe. Onboard cigarette lighters are dying out because mm-hmm. less people are smoking. Mm-hmm. I believe they are going to make uh, a full transformation into power plugs, power sources. Because now we have a lot of cars that are neither fish nor fowl, you mm-hmm. know, somewhere in between there. You're absolutely right. That's already really in progress, yeah. I mean, um, I come from Detroit, mm-hmm. you know, just before this, and uh, for a long time, you had to order a special package that was the cigarette cigar package hmm. in order to get an ashtray and a because um, you know normally that would just be a cup there you wouldn't you yeah. don't have ashtrays really anymore right the, the right. metal lined ashtrays um, and the you know the what's now called a power outlet mm-hmm. uh, you know that just wouldn't have a cigarette lighter you know the uh, the old cigarette lighter that you would push in to, to light yeah and they'll pop out yeah they're they're already on their way out now and all manufacturers haven't done it yet so you're you're correct in saying that you know they're transitioning still but um a lot of them are on the on the way bam scott so, yeah. i officially retire as a winner <laughs> gonna, from the world of auto you're gonna go out on top of your game is that I'm, what you're saying? I'm coming out at the top man yeah. so uh it's it's your turn well i've got a couple and <laughs> this is the very last thing i have to say about this i promise what is it um Comeback trends. I'm going to call it comeback trends. That's a good one. That sounds and good. One. This is very simple to see. I mean, and uh-huh. it, it involves motorcycles. Choppers. Uh-huh. Oh choppers yeah. Choppers were huge yeah. for a long, long time, uh-huh. and then went away. 
uh, in, you know, in favor of more efficient, uh, you know, well, not more efficient, just smaller, more compact bikes, sure. or sport bikes, whatever. Different style. Choppers are, they're, they're in, man. I mean, they're, yeah. they're back. Um, they have been for quite some time now. You look oh, at yeah. the guys that, um, you know, the Orange, Orange County Chopper guys, mm-hmm. um, you mm-hmm. know, they base television programs around these things. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, West Coast Choppers with Jesse James and that, that crew out there. Yeah. Um, there's a big deal. So they're, they're coming back and they're popular and people, people love to see them. Mm-hmm. There's some yeah. wild stuff. And, we talked about this one, and this is the last one I'll mention, but fender skirts. I truly believe that auto manufacturers are going to start adding or applying fender skirts to their vehicles for aerodynamic purposes. Oh. Um, and there's already a couple of examples of these that are, are in you know, modern vehicles. Now, these two that I have are out of production. There's one that is you know, soon to be in production okay. that, that does have fender skirts. Now, remember, this is from back in the 40s, and it went away. And then you know there were some vehicles that had smaller versions of fender skirts in the 60s 70s you know there were just a few but not very many like the lincoln continental i think yep. had those cadillac also mm-hmm. um fender skirts that um, on recent vehicles gm's ev1 remember that oh, yeah, vehicle yeah, the, yeah. Uh, you know the the whole documentary who killed the electric car you know that yeah. that that vehicle um that vehicle had fender skirts and that was for aerodynamic purposes because you know they're trying to maximize efficiency out of that electric mm-hmm. vehicle um, another example of a vehicle that had them and it's since out of production about two years ago honda's insight that had fender skirts as well hmm. uh the insight that's the one that we talked about yeah in another podcast that you know hypermilers can get 100 plus miles per gallon right that's a hybrid yeah it's a hybrid okay so i yep. see we see the trend then what and you're saying the next one is not a uh not a hybrid vehicle but it's on its way it's the volkswagen one liter car that we love to talk about oh yeah i should say i love to talk about oh you converted um, me a long time ago yeah <laughs> so the uh the one liter car will have fender skirts as well if you look at the back end of that the, the wheels covered up yeah. um and again aerodynamic purposes uh, that, and that's that's not a hybrid sense. but um it's for maximum fuel efficiency that car I mean, I, I love I love when we bring up that car because I did a little research after we talked about it. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to me that they would the brilliant engineers making that car mm-hmm. would would drop some fender skirts. Yeah, on. you would think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now that I know what those are. Yeah, that's right. Now that you know what fender skirts are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and that's uh, that's what I've got. Scott, thank you so much. I think we saw some pretty interesting trends. We kind of took a, a trip through time. Yeah, we've exhausted that topic. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I don't know if we've exhausted it, man, because yeah. I could go on about that van. I'm sure there's a million. And you know, the funny thing about this is someone's probably screaming right now, saying, "That's not a trend. I still have that in my car." Or, or um, you know, why didn't they talk about this? But sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, we do what we can, Ben. We we do what we can, Scott. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. If you would like to learn more about autos past or present or anything related to automobiles at all, please drop by and visit us at the Auto Channel on HowStuffWorks.com. And if you'd like to write to us with any questions or comments, you can reach us directly at HighSpeedStuff at HowStuffWorks.com. And don't forget to be kind. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.